Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy with the Chris and Sandy Show, where we get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I said, every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? Have Zoe with us today. She's a pop country singer-songwriter originally from Australia. Since moving to Nashville in 2022, Zoe is currently collaborating with Grammy-nominated and win songwriters, and her latest release is called It Ain't Love. And we're excited to talk to her about that and more, and yes, we'll see where this goes. More. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you guys so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. How are you? It's our pleasure. And I always yes. like to kind of start the show out the same way. Last mm -hmm. few years have been rough for a lot of people, especially entertainment. So how has all this pandemic stuff affected you? And what have you kind of done to maneuver through this new maze we had for a while? You know what? Before the pandemic happened, I was touring through the UK. I was living in the UK at the time um, with my band, who happened to be my family. Um, and we were touring over through there and through Europe. And, you know, things were starting to kind of move pretty well for us. Um, was playing, you know, lined up to play C2C and all these great festivals. And we had a great tour. We was coming back to Nashville. We just finished playing CMA Fest, you know, wow. the year oh, wow. before. And, and, and then COVID hit and it was like, oh, my gosh, now what do we do? You know, everything stopped. And so it was kind of like, you know, for the first, I think the, everybody went through that, you know, sort of panic of what do we do now? Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, after I got through that stage, I kind of went into how can I benefit from this? What can I do to help, you know, keep the career moving forward and, uh, you know, while also being locked away? Um, so I started co-writing online with, um, yeah, wow. I felt like Rapunzel, yeah. you know, locked in a house there for a minute. Um, but yeah, so I started co-writing with all these amazing writers in Nashville that, you know, you wouldn't have been connected to had the pandemic never hit. And the reason right. being is everybody was in the same situation and everybody then yeah. started doing these online song rights and it was the only way forward. And prior to that, many people didn't want to write online because that face-to-face -face thing is just incredible. So um, it opened up a lot of doors for me having having had the pandemic just for that reason alone. And I got to meet some amazing writers. Um, some of the writers on this new stuff that I'm working with are some of them people. And I'm sure we'll get into that in a little bit. But it was it was just like try and take the opportunity and write some really great songs and then kind of build for when everything hopefully yep. opened up again, which it seems to be at this point kind of on the edge of yeah. coming back, which I'm kind yeah. of excited about. You know, that's yeah. like for us, I'm, you know, um, we launched the show January of 2020, so a couple months before everything happened. And our original plan was maybe 100 interviews that first year. We thought if we could do that, be a great foundation. And then yeah. everything gets shut down. And I'm and as I'm watching, I'm like, you know, this could be a blessing in disguise for a show like ours, a brand new show. Yeah. People who normally wouldn't come on a new show might be willing to come on a new show. Yeah. And because of that, we've been able to build our foundation. And we're almost 600 interviews now. Yes. Whoa, congratulations. That's a huge catalog. We would wow. have never and we would have never imagined any of this because again, you know, the the plan was 100 interviews first year and probably keep it about that. We had no idea that 3 year, you know, that two and a half years later would be almost 600 interviews. Wow, that is so amazing. Congratulations to you guys. Really really good effort. That's not easy to to put together. <coughs> so you know, a lot of people wow. would ask, when did you know you wanted to do music? I always like to go deeper than that. When did it click for you, for Zoe, that this could be my career move? 
You know, that's such a tough one because uh, I was only saying this the other day to somebody actually. I grew up out in the middle of Australia, right out in the very in the deep south part of, of Tasmania, actually. And uh, my parents had this huge collection of music. They had a 20-foot shipping container filled with records from oh, wow. cassettes and records, and, you know, just everything mm-hmm. you can think of from like Mel Haggard to ACDC to, to just everything. And so there was this beautiful array of sounds in the house from mum listening to, you know, like Jimmy Barnes and ACDC to dad playing like Merle Haggard and <laughs> Credence Clearwater and, you know, this beautiful like, whoa. And I was always a big fan of Lord Stewart myself. So there was another sound, you know, and all these mm-hmm. other different influences. So from a very young age, music was a big part of my life. And, of course, where we lived down there, it was extremely isolated. So we didn't have TV. We didn't have wow. uh, mobile phones. My brothers and I were homeschooled and because it was so far away. And um, mm. so music was a huge part of my life. And I wow. would always, you know, my dad would play guitar and he'd always have a guitar around the house. And for a long time I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not good at that. And then one day I just picked up the guitar and just started, I was like, okay, it just clicked. Suddenly I was just like really interested in making music and I discovered I had a voice. Um, and I was about 12 when that happened really, when I picked up the guitar. Um, wow. So it was a little later than some than some people, but it kind of just progressed from there. And I ended up finding myself uh, with the family out in Nashville. I played my first ever show out at a little venue called Bobby's Idle Hour. Uh, you probably know yeah. about that little. Place. It was the original location before they moved, and so there was you remember there was money all along the walls, and the floors were sticky. Wow. And it was, oh, <laughs> For the first time ever to play my like first ever show, proper show, and I walked in and I'm like, oh man, I've just walked into a Chris Christopherson song. This is this is I'm so this is my life now. I want to do this. Wow. You know? I think that was really the moment. I was so nervous that I was, I, you know, I must have been looked really awkward, um, but it was just the most amazing, and that was when it really clicked for me. So now, since you're living in Nashville. Um, now, what's the difference between Australia and Nashville that you've seen? Oh, goodness. That's a, you know what? I think the, the, the wonderful thing about Nashville that I haven't, you can't really have in Australia is just the, the density of people that are so creative here. You know, mm-hmm. it's a town just filled with people who want to create and, and support what you're doing and just go, you know what, you're doing it. Let's just get in. We'll do a song together. You know, we come over to my studio and come and, you know, we'll record something. And that kind of atmosphere does happen in Australia, but there's just such a lesser population. I mean, we've got yeah. 26 million mm-hmm. in all of Australia and America's got what, like how many million, 200, 300 million people. So just the density of that. And Nashville's at 2 million now. Is it really? Yeah. The last report I've seen was like two million. I mean, I've seen several things that say there are over two million population in the metro area. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. I heard before the pandemic hit that there was over a hundred people moving here every day, which is. I think that's already gotten back says, to you that. Know, about- oh, has it? Wow. Wow. No. <laughs> so, you know, in that sense, that's a very big, big factor. You just feel like you can be extremely creative here because there's so many people here that are creative in that sense. But, you know, Australia is also very, very country um, oriented yeah. as well. You know, we're very much alike. America and Australia musically have got very similar kind of, you know, background. We're both, 
you know, kind of uh, from from the British kind of area. You know, we all got sent over and, you know, we're all kind of <laughs> expats in that sense as well. So the music, I think, kind of resonates on both sides in that sense. But I don't know. I'm just grateful to be here and everybody's been super welcoming. So it's, it's lovely. Now, next Thursday, we're actually going to be in Nashville for four nights. We are. Really? Where, what, are you, what are you doing? Are you just here for some shows? Well, we always come up there to enjoy the area. We, yeah, we come up four times a year family, yeah. and we come up with two our kids. two kids. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we, we try to do what we can do for shows. But, you know, when you've got a 10 year old and a three year old, it's a little different. So mm -hmm. but, the, but what we love a is a 10 year old that, would be fine. A three year old. But, but a lot of places story. do have where you can yeah. bring kids in in the daytime. So we love yeah, that on Broadway. We do love that. That's amazing. I'm so excited for you. Have you got any shows in mind that you're planning to see while you're here? Well, we'll Not, see. There's see nothing. What's we'll see what's on. there as we're oh, going. We're mm -hmm. yeah, you know, we, we like to plan just a little bit out, but leave, leave everything up spontaneous. Yeah. We don't, I don't so like to have experiences. I've done trips where they're fully planned out and then they're boring. Right. <laughs> you know, it's so weird that you say that because my mother, she, uh, <laughs> We used to love to plan these trips for us. And she did plan these trips for our whole family coming to America a couple of times. Um, yeah. And she would she would plan everything out. But wow. the rest of us oh, in the no. family had no idea what we were doing. So she would present every morning we were away at, on the trip with an itinerary of all the things we were to do that day. And some of them were like, today you're going to be driving around in a NASCAR down Charlotte Speedway. You know, tomorrow oh, you're going to be out horseback riding through the Hollywood Hills. All these crazy awesome. adventures that she put together for us, we had no idea till the day of. So there was this always this constant like, is it going to be, you know, is it going to be crazy? <laughs> Are we going to, you know. He made, she made us walk all through San Francisco one day. And wow. Oh, well. But that was worn out. Oh, yes, with the hills oh. there. Because yeah. oh. that's what, you Seriously. know, when we, when we go on trips, we like, like to no, Right. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, because yeah, when we go on trips, we plan the half of it. Of it we don't plan right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry, go on. There's a slight delay. <laughs> Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah, there's a small <laughs> delay. Yeah, but you know what? That if it weren't for issues, it wouldn't be tech, right? Yeah. Right. Well, it's true. That's so true. Yeah. You know what? It's reminding me of all my beautiful song rights on Zoom that I did in the pandemic. And there was this beautiful delay with that. So you're sitting there strumming a song and you're like waiting for their reaction. And you're like, oh. <laughs> then they're trying to say something back. And it was really. It don't always delay. You, you, most shows don't delay, but every now and then it's yeah, delayed. And so we've good. learned to kind of roll try to pause it. and roll with it. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I get it. All is great. Now, as <laughs> As you know, a lot of people, they see the glory in what you do, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles it takes to get to any level within entertainment. And I always want to talk about that side of it because I think it's kind of glossed over. So let's take a moment and just talk about some of the sacrifices you've had to make to get to where you are today. Um, 
That's really nice that you actually you, you consider that even because there is a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that nobody wants to even hear about because you haven't made it yet. So it kind of it doesn't have any validation at that point, you know. Um, so for myself and my family, as I mentioned, the family are in the band as well. So they're like my dad's my lead guitarist and my, my two brothers are in the band. One's my drummer, you know, acoustic guitarist, and the other one's my keyboard player. And my mum's like helps me organise everything. So um but I mean, it's a beautiful thing having your family with you all the time. But it also, you know, we had to leave our family back in Australia too. And you know, when the pandemic hit, we couldn't go back. We couldn't see anybody. Um, I remember when we first moved to the UK too. You know, we got uh, we had this house that we we'd rented online, and it turned out that when we got to the house, the house was not what it was advertised like and we got ripped off really badly and so all of our a lot of our savings that we'd had kind of went and there was there was really no place else to live at the at the time so we ended up living in our car for the first three months of being in the uk getting started so there's all these different things that you just nobody talks about because it is it is like that we want you just to be that shiny figure um but yeah there is a lot of steps to get there and and it's certainly been a lot of sacrifice from myself and my family um who have helped you know me pursue this dream of mine and it's um it's nice that you just kind of ask about that yeah so there's certainly a lot of objections right exactly (laughs) yeah you know and one of the other big things you know is not getting to see your the rest of your family back in australia and stuff just because you know, you're like, you're, you're out here. And, and it was just um, last week, my, my grandfather just passed away. So and I hadn't been able to go Sorry back to or see him. And thank you. Um, but yeah, you know, it's like those sorts of sacrifices as well that you just can't really work around. They're, they're just, the, they're, that just comes with it. And it's like, sometimes it gets you down some days or you know harder than others but you just mm-hmm. keep going and and the music carries you through you know so it's i'm grateful for that side of it but it's also extremely you know difficult some other days but you just you just you push through as much as you can you know when we first launched a show that was my whole purpose of part of the purpose of this show is i wanted to talk about the good the bad and the ugly of the industry because yeah. i think that it's important to that people understand before they step that foot in what they're up against. <laughs> yeah. That's a really good point. Um, it's, you know, it's like the weird thing about this industry, and as you'll know, there is no real formula for how this like <laughs> unfolds for everybody. Everyone's story is so different. But I think mm-hmm. what unites us all is we do all eventually go through some form of hardship to get there, you know, and there's a lot of work and a lot of late nights and a lot of early mornings and, you know, just, it makes for great songs. <laughs> exactly. So it's all, it all hand washes the other. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, you know, it's like, good. okay, life, bring it in so that I can have a song. Exactly. Exactly. We've certainly got some interesting songs on the front, I'll tell you. There's some good stuff coming. I'm excited. <laughs> so yeah. we talked well, a little they bit about say, the they time equals a good bit of humor. So that's all we can hope for. <laughs> exactly. So we talked a little bit about the struggle side. Let's now talk, flip the script and go the other way. What are a few moments that are wow moments for you? Oh my! Um, you know, getting asked to play CMA Fest was pretty amazing because wow. 
it was it was it's CMA Fest of all things, you know, and we got to play down there at the fanfare. Um, and you know, getting to be surrounded with so many amazing people. That was a huge highlight. Then also I'm in I'm in a current highlight right now where it's like I've got all these amazing people that want to work with me and you know Grammy nominated singer-songwriters and producers and artists and musicians and I'm like how is this happening how am I now living in Nashville how did that you know I know the journey but it's it's also this amazing thing of like wow you know it's finally it's here this is this is weird and it's surreal so there's that beautiful highlight moment that I'm I'm actually currently in the middle of right now so it's pretty well, tell us pretty about exciting the so the new song, it's uh, it's called It Ain't Love If It Doesn't Hurt. And it's kind of, uh, it was written in Nashville uh, and produced in Nashville. And it's kind of like that you break up with somebody and you're kind of like, oh, yeah. you sort of think you're over it. And then it's sort of like two in the morning, you've got this daunting thought of them. They're just kind of creeping back into your conscience and you're like, God damn it, <laughs> they're back. They never left. You know, and it's the, that story of, of how love can be painful and it has its highs and lows and it's at the end of the day it's still something magical and beautiful. So um, it was written with myself and singer-songwriter-producer James House who wrote A Broken Wing for Martina McBride and uh, Ain't That Lonely oh, wow. Yet for Dwight Yoakam uh, and co-produced with him and I as well. So, I mean, that's what I'm, I'm saying. It's like some of these people that I've been able to work with has been amazing. So, um and then, you know, it was recorded here in Nashville and produced um, here as well. And it's it's like phenomenal. Some of the people that are playing on it, I've got Kenny Greenberg up there on guitar. And if you know Kenny, he's just played absolutely everything for everybody. Wow. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Brignatello out on bass. Um, of course, I'm doing the vocals because that's important um you know anyway so it's been a pretty magical journey and to finally have it out is nice because i haven't put any music out for like since the beginning of the pandemic really so i was a bit nervous to put something out after so long of not having put nothing out and i went i'm gonna (laughs) like it and um seems to be that they're enjoying it which is good so i'm grateful (laughs) the other side of it too i over the christmas uh, i don't know if i put it out there much but um i got hacked so i lost my instagram and my facebook so i, oh, I had oh, verified pay everything and i lost everybody so i've been trying to rebuild traction since all wow. that as well so it was another reason why i was a little bit nervous about what to out to and it's tougher to build from scratch now than it was to build a couple years ago i think so yeah i do i have felt some pretty it's been pretty tough but we're getting there, you know, sort of like getting people just to share things and put the word out as much as I can. And it's like one hand just washes the other as much as possible. So it's getting there. Now, as you know, <laughs> you know, as you know, all this, it takes a team to build, take, uh, to build the village. It does. And yeah. teams never get the love they deserve. But on our show, they get some love. They so do. take a few moments and just tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. You know, I, I love that you do that. I'm coming back to the family again because they're like they're they're the reason I'm able to do all of this. They have been so supportive. They have, you know, worked through the pandemic to support the music while it was it wasn't able to make any money. You know, all sorts of different things that they've done to keep it going and to keep me being able to pursue the dream. So, for for any kind of thanks, it goes straight to them. 
um, for all the hard work that they've done. And uh, and obviously the people that I'm working with just now, you know, like James House and, and all these other great writers that I'm in the middle of writing with too and working with. So big thanks to all of them and just really everybody who's kind of like bought a single or a song or any kind of merchandise, you know, because that, that's the reason we do it. That's the reason it all takes place and happens. So without everybody doing that, I wouldn't be doing it anyway. Um, so big thanks Cliff. to the fans and for everybody. Doing it. And Cliff, of course, I love Cliff. He's yes. great. He's great. He, he organized yeah, he's my buddy. I mean, he's awesome. Oh, yeah? Great. Yeah, every time That's we awesome. – most times we come to Nashville, we try to meet with him over we coffee. We do. I love that. We're yet to actually get a coffee. I was only saying it to him today. I was like, we've got to get a coffee. Pandemic <laughs> stuff. See, we just haven't had a chance to get together in person. His and since I've been here, it's just been coffee so mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> that's so nice. Hi, Cliff. Oh, <laughs> this is great. You can tune in. I didn't realize. Cool. Yeah. So, um, so we're going to go you know, speaking of some teams. point. That's you know, speaking of teams, we have a third co-host, our little ten-year-old that we bring on to ask three questions. So Sandy's going to go get him. Yes. Um, oh, you know, and all that. You know, him. He loves to do this. That is so good. What's his name? Christopher. His name's Christopher. Oh, that's so sweet. I love that. So while we're waiting on him, what's kind of next for you? So I've been in the middle of putting together a new music video, which has been just joyful. I love doing my own video editing, but I'm teaching myself how to color grade at the moment and I'm surprised any of my hair is in place still because I've been pulling on it a little bit lately, trying to figure out this whole, for anyone who knows what color grading is like, it's a bit of a <laughs> hair pulling thing. Um, but we're getting there with it. So a new music video on the front very soon and then more singles to follow all in the lead up to a brand new EP that is coming out there next year. So oh, um, it's going to be fairly fluid, just kind of getting back into the swing of releasing music and putting out some of this stuff that I've been working on with all these great writers since the since the pandemic. So, yeah, that's hmm. kind of the swing and the plan at the moment. So what's Nashville been like for you since you moved there? Oh, my goodness. Fantastic. As a word, fantastic. Um, <laughs> the weather's been pretty kind of warm. I must admit, I'm I'm not used to the, having lived in England and Scotland for so long. I'm sort of like, summertime. What's the sun? What's the sun look like again? There it is. You know, it's kind of it's kind of nice. Um, but yeah, no, it's been really it's been lovely to be here. And as I said, you know, people have just been so supportive, and it's it's a beautiful thing. And I love that about the South too. There's this warmth and this hospitality that you haven't. I've never really seen anywhere else. And I've done quite a bit of traveling, um, and I'm gonna young but i have done quite a bit of traveling and i've never really seen that kind of warmth really in many other places so just being around that as well and obviously the music and it's just i'm grateful so grateful hey oh gosh my favorite food goodness um <laughs> you know what <laughs> this is the worst question for me because i I'm the person you take to an all-you-can-eat banquet and I come back with like four or five heaped plates like this and everything because I'm just like a foodie. That is such a good question. Um, right now I am I'm really digging smoked salmon. I've been like no. 
fanging out What's on your... smoked salmon all the time. Um, oh, go on. What is yours? Oh, mine's pizza. Oh, I love pizza. That's great. Yeah. Hmm. It eat it all day long. Kind of pizza. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What kind? Oh, what kind? Oh, pepperoni sauce and uh, <laughs> supreme and pineapple. He's got yeah. like four faves. Oh no, not pineapple! Why do people <laughs> put fruit on pizza? <laughs> no. I like supreme. I like supreme, but why pineapple? I never understood. <laughs> Is there, can you explain to me why they put pineapple on pizza? I need to know. I have to. Nobody's been able to explain it to me. Tastes fine to me. <laughs> and he loves it. Oh, I love it. That's one of the other things I love about being now in the South is the food is amazing. I had my first uh, Chick-fil-A. Oh, goodness. Don't even talk to me about Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Chick-fil-A. <laughs> here is incredible. I'm grateful yeah all right so what's favorite tv show oh gosh favorite tv show um i binged on the newsroom for the longest time when i finished it i restarted it again i loved that show um what else is there there's another one i was watching the other week oh goodness i don't get a lot of time to watch much tv but when i do i like to sort of find something that's really good and i just love aaron Sorkin's writing in the newsroom it's just so quickly paced and fast and really, really good. Um, the other one I was watching just the other week too was The Time Traveler's Wife, and that was pretty good. But, yeah, probably one of those right now. What's yours? Mine is SpongeBob. What is yours? Oh, I love SpongeBob. He's great. Mm -hmm. Who's your favorite character on SpongeBob? Favorite SpongeBob Patrick. I was just going to say mine's Patrick. I love Patrick. <laughs> he's great. <laughs> oh, he's the best. Yeah. He's the best. Okay, yes, so what's your like movie? Have you got a favorite movie? <laughs> oh, huh? we're on the same <laughs> All right, I'm going to say something I think you're going to love, Christopher. My fa yeah. favorite movie is kind of, there's three, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll it off. Indiana Jones, Back to the Future, and Lion King. I absolutely <laughs> love those three. They're just. Because what's yours? Mine is Dominion. Lion King, have you heard the music? Which one's uh -huh. yours? Minions. Oh, they're great. That, did they mm -hmm. just bring a new movie out recently? Yep. Yeah. And we saw it. We saw it. It's the Minions it too. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> oh, it's really. Good. Oh, it's really good. It, it goes back to Gru's um, when he was a childhood on what got him to where the other ones are. I'm gonna have to catch up on all of that because I haven't seen all of the first one either. So I'm a little behind on that one. Yeah, I'm he's seen all the Despicable Me's and awesome. Minions and all that. I liked Despicable Me. That was really good. Yeah, yeah. real good. Yeah. That's right. awesome. Bye. Yeah. Bye, That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was so nice to meet you. See ya. Yeah, he oh, loves man. to be on the show. We've He's been on probably 98% of the shows we've had. Really? Thank you for having yeah. him on. Thank you so much for being here and asking me some great questions. <laughs> awesome. he loves so if you could co-write with any so nice. um, artist, who would it be? Oh, gosh. Uh, Brian's just gone into like a full list of people. Uh, <laughs> oh, 
Bob Dylan, Loretta Lynn, uh, Bruce Springsteen. Um, gosh, like there is so many. But you know what? Some of the writers that I'm writing with are already on that list of people. Oh, wow. James oh, being wow. one of them. Uh, Steve mm-hmm. Dorp being another one. Uh, Jamie oh, yeah. Floyd being another one. Um, you know, you know, Carl Jacobs, some, some incredible, Jeff Cohen, some incredible writers I'm already working with. And it's like, again, pitch me. <laughs> this is this is surreal. How is this happening? Right? Um, so yeah, but for sure, a few of those other ones I just mentioned as well. Because so what's a song you've yeah. heard that you wish you wrote? Oh, you know. That's a tough one. One of my all-time favorite songs is Forever Young. It was originally written by Bob Dylan, but Rod Stewart did a version of it. And that song, you know that song. I always just, there was always something that pulled me in about that song. And there's just this beautiful, peaceful kind of, you know, may the good Lord be with you, whatever road you roam. And there's just a beautiful kind of, warmth that it gives of this just kind of like happiness towards the listener and if I probably could mention any song it'd probably be that one because there's this there's this warmth to it I just I can't explain so if I had more time to think on that I'd probably find a whole list of others but that one's the first one that comes to mind right at this moment but yeah Um, (laughs) so what you know back in 2015 we got the interview Back in 2015, we got to interview Kelsey Ballerini before she was Kelsey. Yes. And I always like to um, tell the story oh. as I'm asking the same question that we asked her. One of the questions was, where do you want to be in five years? I tell this story because the answer she gave was that was exactly this life she is living right now. She knew where she was going. Nobody was going to stop her. So knowing that, where do you want to be in five years? Oh, no. Uh, conquering the world. <laughs> no kidding. Um, no, pretty much. Like, pretty much. That's pretty much. As much as I can do, you know, build an amazing audience that's going to just grow with me. Um, writing the best songs I can be writing and playing great, really big shows. That's kind of, that's kind of the short of it. But yeah, mm-hmm. as much as I can be so doing. Let- yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So let's look 15 years down the road and let's say you're a success on a grand scale. Whatever that looks like for you, you have made it. What do you hope along that journey you never forget? You know, I think the values that I got given as a kid are always going to be with me. And it's always to be humble and to be grateful and to try Try and live in the moment and take every day as, as each day because um, we've only really ever got each day. Yesterday's already gone and tomorrow's just kind of in our heads, you know, today in this very moment is all we have. So to be just grateful for every single opportunity and the people around me um, and keep putting out good energy for people, you know, because I, I like making people feel good and uh, bringing a smile to people's faces. And that's why I love doing music. So if I can still be doing that in five, 10 or 15 years time and, and inspiring other people, then I'll be a happy girl. Yes. Uh, what are some sources of inspiration for you? Oh, um, everything. Every, you know, that's <laughs> the weird thing is I just listen to so much stuff. Um, you know, my older brother, he was listening to Eminem as a kid. So I got some of that sort of side oh, wow. of it. I've got 
mum and dad with their sounds, you know. So uh, Merle Haggard, Loretta Lynn, uh, Dolly Parton, you know, um, ACDC, uh, Springsteen, you know, so many, so many influences. Obviously Rod Stewart. I'm a huge Rod Stewart fan. Uh, um, funny little story, actually, a little detour story. <laughs> I was when I was a little kid. I used to, <laughs> I used to steal my parents' cassette tapes of Rod Stewart, and I would <gasps> put it in my walkman with yeah. my little headphones on, and I would fall asleep listening to Rod Stewart every night. That was my lullaby <laughs> music from like four onwards. And um, yeah, I, so you know that kind of there's this there's this huge influence behind the back of what I'm doing, and I guess that kind of leaks through in the music that I make in a lot of different ways too. But as you just mentioned, you know, right now is Kelsey Ballerini. I mean, she's fantastic, and Taylor Swift, and all these mm -hmm. other amazing musicians and writers out there. Kip Moore, he's another fantastic um, writer artist just out there at the moment Ashton McBride you know if you're looking about mm -hmm. now but then my ear goes right back into the 60s 70s 80s as well so this it's just this wow. huge <laughs> huge yeah. sound of, uh, of influence there <laughs> mm -hmm. which I'm grateful and, for super grateful for what would you like for your legacy to be in music what would you like to be known and remembered for um being a kind person just being fun and and kind and making great music <laughs> awesome really really happy yes yes <laughs> and if you could say anything to your fans and followers what would you want to tell them um stay tuned because we got so much more on the front thank you for sticking with me and for following along as i've kind of progressed through the journey so far um, and I'm excited for where it's going next. And uh, yeah, I can't say too much, but um, pretty pretty excited for what's coming up. So just stay tuned. Yeah, awesome. So as we close out, um, what's a, a, what advice would you give that person that wants to do what you do? Um. Oh. It's not as easy as you're going to think it is at the very get. I thought it was going to be a lot easier than I realized. <laughs> There's a lot more work involved. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so be, be prepared for that. Uh, be ready for a lot of no's. Be ready for a lot of, of, of people, you know, kind of either wanting to walk on top of you or just kind of make you all feel obsolete. And um, at the end of the day, you just have to hang on to that music and what you started it for. I think that's the most important advice I'd give somebody is that the music will always just keep you grounded and carry you through. So believe in that and believe in, in, in the power of where that can take you. I think that would be my advice. Yeah. Love that. Mm -hmm. So any parting words? Um. Thank you so much for having me on the show and for Christopher's great questions. I loved meeting him and for all the great recognition you guys have on this show. I'm just, that's so awesome. I mean, you've asked some questions I haven't been asked ever. So really nice to, to have been asked that and to um, just to have been here with you guys and to have met you in person. And, and yeah, thank you. We oh, love that. We appreciate and, you know, we that. really enjoyed having you on the show today. We definitely we look forward to having you back down the road. Mm -hmm. That'd be lovely. Let's hopefully catch up in Nashville when you're back up this way. That'd be nice. We'll do it. We can do Sounds that. Good. Sounds good. Yeah, look forward to it. 
Have a good one. Thank you so 